This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good evening, listeners, and can you believe it's the last Tuesday again of October? And this year is really running towards the end, eh? Yes, yes, yes. I always say from September, it feels like we're on a slide. We just start going down, 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 Mm. and there's so much to be done, and we already start thinking about holiday, start planning. The holiday is going to be very soon in a little bit more than a month. And yes, so we want to conclude today the theme of surrender this whole month we have been talking about this concept and exploring this concept of surrendering your will and your life to Jesus and i think we just need to emphasize suki it's it's not a surrender is not a question of quitting Mm. In other words, it's not saying, oh, my life is over and I just surrender it and I'm going to sit back and do nothing. Mm. Um, it is an active um, an act faith action. It's a faith action mm. in that we, we, we make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God. Mm. And uh, because God is good, he has made the the path that we can follow to surrender our life. And then also he invites us into this new life that we get as we surrender our life and that we can also surrender our will and ask for his will for us on a daily basis. Frederick, when I think about this program and all the other programs that we are done every time when we speak to guests, mm. We actually literally speak about people who had surrendered their lives and their wills over mm, to God, mm, right? Mm, because mm. Um, the recovery life, the life of moving away from addiction, moving away from our old hurts and hang-ups and habits, um, it's a process of surrender. Uh, yes. Surrendering to the care of God. Constantly, constant, constantly. Hey, it's it's getting to that point. Um, we and we spoke to Gert, and and he also emphasised it's getting to that point where we no longer can um, say that we are our own strength and we can do things in our own strength. It break it it. it uses denial to break uh, that that belief and uh, stop denying and we we come to believe that we are powerless um, working on our own and that now we need to surrender to a power much greater than ourselves and we know that that power is the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the the work the Father has done um, through sending Jesus to earth. Mm, mm, absolutely. And um, when I think back about Gert and, and what he had said, you know, we spoke to Gert Moorman, listeners, if you missed uh, any of the previous two programs, we spoke in depth to Gert Moorman, uh, who's a counselor, a Christ follower, um, also someone who has been working through the 12 steps and working the program of recovery. And uh, in, seeing, his, in his own life and in, his, in the client's lives. That's right. Mm. And 
um, we really explored in depth this, what, what this process looks like and what it means to lay down uh, your, our will on a daily basis. So, listeners, I want to invite you to go back to the podcasts if you missed any of these programs. And if you're struggling currently to surrender something to the Lord and you just want to get a bit of inspiration, um, to go to podcasts, um, www. .co.za forward slash podcasts forward slash into me see. Frederick's got it down every time when I when I stop and hesitate a little bit, then he comes in and he's got <laughs> it. So, so and not only uh, for this month, but for any other program mm. that you want to get back to and you want to use for your inspiration in growth moving away from hurts, hang-ups, and habits. It's not always about addiction. Sometimes we're just struggling because we are stubborn, Frederick. Maybe mm. we can talk a little bit about that. I think you and me, both of us, are stubborn. Mm. And stubborn has a lot to do with my will, right? Yeah. And, and I think that is one of the obstacles to surrendering our lives and our wills over to the care of God. Um, and we spoke also about that with, with Gert, um, is that when we totally rely on ourselves and we have been told by the world, be strong, um, you can do this, um, you can do this in your own strength, but our recovery really depends on surrendering our life and will hmm. to God. Mm. Um, we cannot do it on our own. Mm. We are powerless to do it on mm. our own. And one of my issues, because I'm a type A go-getter, as mm. you know, Frederick. Um, so if, listen, as if you can get a picture of someone sitting at the edge of their chair, like moved forward to jump into action, that mm. is me. Mm. <laughs> and I think something that reminded me now when I thought about that, that in China I learned also, as you know, Frederick and I were doing uh, mission, uh, mission work, work in China mm -hmm. for many years, Part of the surrendering picture for me is also like just lying, laying down back on your chair, to the back of your chair and just relaxing. Mm. You don't mm. need to jump up. You don't need to self-strife and fix it and do it. Mm. I know I used to say, I can do this. I mm. can do this. Mm. Just give me a chance. I will show you I can do this. <laughs> Isn't that a little bit of erroneous understanding? Um, because... Uh, the Lord tells us, do not rely on our own understanding, mm -hmm. but allow God to give us his understanding. Mm -hmm. So our understanding is, we can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. And moving towards God's understanding, we know that we can lean upon him. Mm. When I'm weak, I'm strong, like you said in one of the mm -hmm. other programs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I remember in Chinese the word xinkao. Mm. Um, the picture of that is leaning, literally, yeah. you know, mm. the, the mm. Chinese um, characters. It's, it's of a chair mm. leaning against God. Mm. So that's exact opposite of that previous picture I've just given to you of sitting on the edge of my chair and wanting to jump up and to jump into action to do something. But Frederick, you know, when I think back, like in in your addiction while we were in China, um, I tried for five years mm. to help you to stop. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I prayed. I thought I was trusting God. Mm. So it's not so easy, you know. We can think we are trusting God, but it took me 
like I think I said in the first program as well, um, to a point of surrendering where I realized I couldn't make you stop. We yeah. do not yeah. have control mm. over mm. other people's lives and what they do. Mm. It, I, I mean, it's an illusion, but for many years I thought, I have the power to convince you. If, if you would understand, you would stop. What mm. do you want to say mm. about that? Suki, uh, you know, you were talking about your personality that is a go-getter on the edge of the chair. Um, my personality is interesting that we met is lay back, uh, <laughs> don't do anything, see what will happen and mm. see if it cannot just be solved. By so, itself. Yeah, by itself. So that was my challenge of actually surrendering and admitting I have a sexual addiction. And, and so my, my recovery didn't start until I realized that, became aware, I have a major problem. Mm. And I reached out for help beyond myself. Mm. And also, uh, you know, when you were trying to convince me, I felt I was being controlled. Mm. And I actually moved further away from a, a path of restoration and, and uh, recovery. So it had exactly the opposite effect. Mm, eh? mm. And I think I think our stubbornness can be seen in you stubbornly not doing anything and me mm. stubbornly thinking I could help you to do something. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and eventually we really had to say, God, if you don't help us, we cannot do this. Mm. And had to really give over our lives to God and our will mm. of making this work because we're in the mission field. We cannot continue that this would be a problem, you know, yeah. just for God to come and do a deep work that we couldn't do ourselves. Mm. And, and, and that change came at the point where I surrendered uh, my idea, I can handle this on my own, through prayer, through more Bible reading, through um, going to church, being involved in the church, those things didn't help until I surrendered under the help of somebody else, a, a professional counselor. And that is what I eventually did. After the gift of desperation mm. that was uh, laid down for me, I was able to go for help and reach out for help beyond myself. Right. And with that, listeners, we don't say it doesn't help to pray. It mm. doesn't help to read. Of course, there's so much prayer and so much power in that. Mm. But we, it's not a journey we can do on our own and think if God and I will sort this out because we need community. And with that, we need to quickly take a break and we will talk more after the break. Listeners, welcome back. Before the, pro, before the break, we spoke about... Um, the stubbornness and how our stubbornness often keep us from surrendering ourselves and our lives. And that also reminded me of when we were talking to Gerd, the previous two programs, because today is like a summary of all the things that we've been learning this month about surrender. Um, you refer to the first thing, especially when there's an addiction or a habit we cannot break, that we often need the first D of desperation. Mm, yeah. Desperation, and, and that is, for me, it was a point of possibly losing everything in my life, losing my family, losing you, um, losing my career. Um, we were in China at that point, so it would mean coming back to South Africa, not knowing what to do over here. But that was a desperate, desperate situation. 
And for many addicts, I think it is. Yeah, eh? yeah. It, you know, many addicts need to get to that rock bottom place, mm. um, the crisis that comes into their lives that often comes from those closest to them, isn't it? And so for me, it came from you when you became tired of trying to help me, mm. became tired of being my accountability partner, and you said, that's enough. And that's where it's so important that I also referred to in one of the previous programs about um, surrendering my power to think that I can help you. Mm, mm, that's mm. what I had to do yes. before I could rock the boat and mm. say, Frederick, I cannot do this anymore. If we're, not, if we're not going to change, if this is not going to stop, our marriage will stop because I cannot do this any longer. So family members of people struggling with any type of addiction or maybe with a habit that they are trying to stop but cannot do that, or perhaps even with a, a lot of hurts and, and just living within those hurts of the past, is the family can give that um, good desperation, that good crisis, um, is to bring that person into a journey where they can journey away from those things uh, into a greater and healthier relationship. And the realization of what has actually happened. Mm, because mm. also, as we were talking to Gert, he was pointing out the distorted thinking a person has while in addiction. Mm. That you don't see it like it really is. You don't really see the reality. you kind mm. of in a make-believe fantasy world of your own. And you need others to point out the reality. Mm. And that desperation will lead you to uh, um, a decision that yeah, you need to surrender, yeah. that you mm. cannot continue. And that's the second D, is decision. Mm. You cannot continue to do what you used to do and expect different results. Yeah, so for me, that decision was, um, even though it was uh, subconscious, reach out for help beyond my dear wife, beyond myself, beyond only expecting God to wave a magic wand and take it all away. Mm. And I think that is what we want as addicts. Um, we want an quick instant, fix. instant, quick fix solution mm. for something that has developed over many years mm. that has brought us into that place of uh, being addicted or continuing in a habit that we want to stop. And literally the pathways, the neuropathways in your brain need to be changed. Mm. I mean, sometimes we hear about stories we got miraculously had done that. Mm -hmm. But so often God wants to build character in us. Yes. And, through, and for that is the third D, mm. discipline. Yeah. After we'd surrendered then to do the discipline of doing the right thing, going to meetings, Working the program, and we often talk about working the program. So when you, uh, whenever as an addict you enter in one into one of the rooms of um, that are focused on recovery and restoration, we really need to have that discipline of working the program. And what does that mean? It means working the twelve steps. Um, each support uh, group has. Uh, different ways of doing that, but they all follow the basic 12 steps. And working through those 12 steps, that's a discipline that we need to get to. And not only by ourselves with a sponsor, mm. uh, in a group of other people, men or women, mm. that understand what we are busy going through, that will love us 
and not judge us. Right. And not just with your church members. It mm. must be people that have been struggling with this thing. Yes. Because those are the people that are on the way to recovery and that, that are busy with the restoration program. Mm. They are the one that can help you to move forward because mm. they know where you are. They understand. So the, so the discipline is, for example, I attend an, a Sex Addicts Anonymous meeting, an SAA meeting, and that meeting is held every Monday at 8 o'clock the evening. And the discipline is to get to the meeting, mm. whether it be online, whether it be in person, but get to that meeting. And uh, have another meeting with friends and supporters on a Tuesday, get to the meeting mm. and uh, schedule it in my in my program and my daily, in my weekly program. Mm. Um, another meeting I get to is Thursday. Get to the meeting. Don't skip meetings because that is when we start regressing mm. and falling back into old patterns. And of course, it's also sit down and spend that time with Jesus mm. because that's the other thing, connecting with God because mm -hmm. he's our source of healing. Yeah. It will eventually, it will come from him. And it's once again, we often refer to the cross is the vertical line up towards God and then the horizontal line of the cross. Mm, um, so we need the people. We need mm. the meeting with God on a daily basis and speaking to him, declaring my powerlessness, uh, getting word into my, my spirit mm. and getting strengthened and worshiping him and then being with people that will continue to encourage me. That's also part of the discipline. And and I've seen the progress and the change that has come into my life. So, mm. I mean, I've been sober for over five years since my relapse mm. to porn addiction. And we can then start to see the fourth D, the delight. delight. Yeah. We can start delighting in ourselves, mm. in the work that God is busy doing us, to us. We can delight in God's delight of us because we have surrendered our lives and our will to him. Mm. And we can delight in the improved relationships, um, which is very, very important for me. Yes, absolutely. And with that, Frederick, as we surrender to God, there's a promise of support from God. Mm. He will be there. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And I'm going to read to us from Rooted in God's Love by Dale and Juanita Ryan, a beautiful part that I got here where it says the promise of support. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. Mm. I've made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and rescue you. Um, Isaiah 46 verse, verse 4. There are times in recovery when we feel totally immobilized, when we cannot walk. In times like this, God promises to carry us. Mm. When we are weary or burdened or disabled, God will pick us up and gently carry us. There are also times of exhaustion during recovery, times when we can't can sit can still move, but we don't know where we will get the energy for the next step. God will give us the strength and the patience and the hope so that we can get going. There are times of great danger in recovery, times when the risks are overwhelming. God promise, promises to rescue us. He will pull us out of danger and he will take us to a safe place. Notice that God's promised help has no time limits. God is not going to grow weary and regret having made these promises. Mm. 
God will be with us today and tomorrow and each one day at a time, one moment at a time as we surrender our wills and our lives over to him. Powerful, sweet, powerful. And I think that just emphasizes the importance of surrendering our lives, not to any human being, not to a program, not to a system, but to God, because God, the Father, Jesus, and the Spirit are the ones that bring the healing and the wholeness and the delight. And with that, listeners, dear listeners, we're going to say goodbye to you. Uh, These are our last, last words on wrapping up the whole concept of surrendering and handing over to God and His faithfulness and His goodness. Mm. Till next time, God bless. God bless. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.